The views and opinions expressed by guests on this podcast are solely their own. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of the Spooky Family Podcast staff or any other contributor to this show. Good evening. From the basement of their haunted mansion, here with a lighter look into the darker side of the world, the Spooky Family! Elliot, Dirty, and Beagle, take it away! <laughs> Was that Chris Christopherson? How do you... Get out of here, Chris! Why do you name him Chris Christopherson? I don't know his name. And Did I'm... he name himself? Yes, I think so. <laughs> it was either him or Bobby McGee. Okay, it was why do I have to be the one who deals with it? I don't know. I don't know. He just I think he looks up to you. Literally. Literally. Everyone. <laughs> so tall. Everyone <laughs> <knows>. <laughs> hey, this is Elliot with the Spooky Family Podcast. You're listening in. Uh glad you're here, guys. Oh, we we've missed you all. Yeah. Uh and we've got a good one. We've got a real good one. We've got a I'm I would say that this is gonna be a good one. Yeah, this is uh it's got <laughs> Wow. My juices are flowing. Yeah, well, this is your jam. This This is also my jam. This is our people. This is our people. So today, we are going to interview some local, and by local, I mean local to us, the Spooky Mm. family. We're going to interview some local ghost hunters, Mr. Mark Williams and Mr. Sam Little. So we're going to see what they got to say about stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Personally, I want them to say stuff about ghosts. I hope it doesn't. I mean, if you're get... looking for recipes, I don't think. I mean, I yeah. don't know. I don't I, know their life. Maybe. I, they might have recipes. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Do you know? I don't know. I don't want them to talk about fishing. No. Or... <laughs> I mean, if they throw a little Bigfoot out there, I might listen to that. Yeah. I mean, or that's, on my jam. Yeah. yeah. Well, Bigfoot jam. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It's like toe jam. <gasps> I call it. I call it copyrighted. Cop- Bigfoot jam. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. How would you make that? Well, Lucille Ball style. Oh, with your feet. Oh, Oh, that's a good. Congratulations. Congratulations. This is why I don't talk often. No, it was good. No, it was. We loved it. We enjoyed it thoroughly. (laughs) Uh oh. Beagle's not looking too happy. I think he's just constipated. Get out of here, Chris! (laughs) Chris Christopherson back. This is, by the way, this is not the famous Chris Christopherson. We don't know who he is, and we're, no. we're not even sure if that's his real name. So. He's a drifter. But today we are looking into some more of the spooky side of life, the lighter look at a dark world, and yeah. by that I mean we're going to hear from our ghost hunting friends. I, I don't know, guys. We've been on a couple ghost hunts. We have, uh, but I'm going to say not. To the extent of these two, no, no, nowhere near. I, I guarantee you, maybe we've been on one ninety ninth of what these two people have been on. Mm-hmm. Guarantee it. Yeah. So where have we been? We've the most famous place we've been is Waverly Hills. Is Waverly Hills? Waverly Hills, uh, which we all had 
And it wasn't really a it wasn't really a a, a ghost hunt. It was just a a tour. A tour. A yeah. tour. Um, a three hour tour. <laughs> Actually, might have been a three hour tour. I think it was close. Mine wasn't. No, mine was like ran by Hitler. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so the story he is telling here, this is this is absolutely true. And Waverly Hills, if you're listening, sir, this, sir, this is nothing against you all. I no promise. flash photography. No, it is against you all. <laughs> but Beagle was trying his best to take a picture in the surgery room. And Gertie, one more time, what did he hear? Sir, excuse me, sir. Your camera. And no flash photography. Guess what Beagle I will said. kick you off the tour. The tour is over with. Do it. Yeah, and then which makes you sound terrible. It does, but it makes you sound like if, a horrible person. Okay, let's now get that was let's, terrible. Yeah, but let's let's give some backstory to this. Okay, I've traveled. Yes. Um, you are traveling upwards man. of three hours, right? Uh, to go to this high Actually, location. It was, it was about four and a half hours. Four and a half. Four and a half hours. I've yeah. traveled. <laughs> Four and a half hours after after Gertie and I had already come back and told you how awesome it was. We'd, mm-hmm. we'd already been on it once, and, and, ha- and like, and you all had showed me all these pictures yeah. and everything. And now I was hopped up. I was I brought my recorder. Yeah, I brought all this kind of stuff. Right. You know, nothing that would interfere with anybody else. No, it, nothing at all. It was literally just my own thing. Right. And um, I got in there, and uh, we were the only difference was was this was a. Your uh, your guys was a um, a daytime tour. Well, it started ours in the was daytime, night. but it ended. Yeah, it ended. It ended okay, ours yeah. was at like eight to like no, I feel like it was like nine to twelve, something like that. Yeah, it was because apparently at twelve starts anyone who's bought an overnight yes. thing, and yeah. that, that's why everyone has to leave. Yeah, we were the last group before the overnight. Before yeah. the overnight, and I think our original one was seven or eight to some other time. Like ten yeah, or possibly. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Now we're we're in uh, Mission Control or yeah. wherever you want to call it. The, the base of operation. Room. The laundry, I, room. laundry room. It's beside the of actual Waverly Hills. I, yes, I People love, haven't been there. I love haunted tours that start out in the place where you buy souvenirs. Exactly. And I, I, I'm not knocking you because I don't want to take a haunted tour and then go buy souvenirs. I want to buy my stuff up front. That way, if mm-hmm. something happens. I don't got to go back. You know exactly. I mean? like I'm not walking back through it. Exactly. exactly. Um, so as I'm now in here, I'm 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 super excited. That, you know, this is one of my holy grail locations. Right. Right. Um, and I'm looking at pictures that people have took on these tours. Yes. That are literally all over the walls. Right. Right. We we even uh, are treated to a video roll of people who ha- were showing their famous. Um, clips that they had gotten yes um a lady comes in she takes the first group yep. um they are like um they're like always a floor above us right they split what well, so what mm. it is ladies and gentlemen is they split you up so you're not all on the same floor at the same time they make it smaller so that you can hear them mm. and experience which them. i mean the sanitarium is is humongous yeah it's, it's really really big right um so um, the second woman comes in and she says, right off the bat, she crushes me. She just crushes my dreams. Right. The first Think about this. All this build up, and she's first thing she says is, uh, no pictures, no flash photography. We don't know if anyone in here is, uh, um, is it, epileptic. Uh, epileptic. But now the funny part about that is the tour, the, 
Go ahead, Gertie. You were going to say something. No. I could. The funny part about that is the the first tour that which, left out yeah, which, said nothing about that. Nothing about like, that. Which, okay, in my mind, okay, I, I eventually got over the right. whole thing and I was right. like, you know, okay, that is not fair to someone like that. Right. But if you're paying for this, should that not be something up front that you, you disclose? They tell you ahead of time, yeah. Like, yeah. hey, if you are, you might not want to do this. It's the same way as like, you know, oh, do you have, uh, do you do you pass out? Are you pregnant? Well, don't worry about it. Get on the roller coaster. No one, <laughs> no one asked me if I was pregnant. And she was. Dun, she was. Dun, dun. But, um, so. Which speaks volumes about so, me. Okay. So, okay. Uh, all right. Whatever. <laughs> me too. We go. And, um, the tour is, um, uh, is going along. Now I'm, I'm always in the back. I've always right. I've chose to be in the back because the first tall, thing the first thing and you don't want people to not be able to see him and, and I don't want them to not see a ghost because of me right exactly because uh, I'm literally like a door. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, the lady uh, when I when we were in the first room I don't know if you all remember this or not I went to the main back by myself turned on my recorder and laid it on a gir- um, a gurney yeah and she immediately was like what is that. I said, that's my tape recorder. I mean, I'm just recording it, you know, just to right. see if we can catch any of the voices. That light, you're going to have to turn it off because of the red light on it. Yeah. Now, what he's not telling you is that there are at least 15 people, 15 people in the same room as us, holding the same devices with the same red light, but just because you laid yours down, that's what She was like, you know, you're going to lose it or something. I'm like, no, I know exactly where it's at. Right. And I'm just, I'm also stepping away from it so I, could, I don't contaminate it. Right. And she just shuts it down. I turn it off, throw it in my pocket, whatever. Right. We go. We keep continue with the tour. I'm in the back talking to, it's like, um, um, there's there's always a guy in the back. Yeah, there's a guy um, in the back and a guy in the front. The guy in the front to make sure that you don't wander off or, right. you know. Um, so he's telling me some stories and stuff and he's showing me stuff out the window and he's like, look up here at the third floor of the corner. Right. He's and he's like, being extra super nice. Yeah. He's being, being super yeah. nice. Uh, I, that guy in the back, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you you're the man. Yeah. You're the man. Um, he was like over here in the corner. He said, you see all those people? I was like, that's the tour group. Right. I was like, that's the other tour group. And you just see like, it looked like shadows just darting right. back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, that's people's fl- uh, uh, flashlights and stuff as they go by those windows. I said, it's causing the effect. Right. He said, no, no. He said, be real careful. He said, lean up out this window, because all the windows are open <laughs> right. on the outside, and look directly above us. I looked directly above us, and which he didn't understand what made me so angry um, is because, one, well, for one, uh, I now possibly could have experienced something, but you never know what the back of the tour guide's going to try to tell you right. to try to spook you out. Right. I look up. I see nothing but flashes. People are burning it up with right. pictures on this other group. So this other group who just lucked out and got this other lady right. is absolutely burning it up with living, pictures. Like, living the dream. I can look out and see the trees, and they are just flashing. It looks like a thunderstorm. It looks like a rave. Yeah. It looked yeah. like Skrillex was up there. Yeah. <laughs> and we're down here. We can't make noise. No. I was like, well, you know, where's the gas chamber? <laughs> Wow, that's a uh, that's hardcore. Again, listen. Okay, <laughs> that's hardcore. Listen to it. Okay, for our listeners, 
I was very excited. Yeah, I know. Okay, it, it really crushed me. So wait, I got to tell the story. I got this part is the part that stays with me from this whole trip. So we get finally to the surgery room, the room where the only surgery room in the building, supposedly. They've just told us a story about a man in an elevator okay, shaft they do and a dog. in there because I thought that would yes. actually help. But mm-hmm. so we're in the surgery room, and people are taking pictures. <laughs> Click, flash, 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 flash. Beagle holds his camera up. Which I okay, I'm gonna be honest though. We had a legit one. We yeah. had, a, I mean, like a Canon. Yeah, light. but I mean, still, it was a, a flash is a flash. A flash is a flash, yeah. but this is going to bring the flash. Yeah. If anything, it's going to bring a flash. So, like, people popping off. You can tell the lady tour guide is is very upset. She's got a frown on her face. She must have been having a bad day. I don't know. But <laughs> Beagle holds his up. Now, again, everybody in the room, including myself, has already taken a bunch of pictures with flash. Beagle holds his camera up, pushes the button once, a flash goes out, and she goes, no flash photography! Only picture I took the entire trip. Oh, that was great. And, like, the look on your face was just, like, mixed with, uh, you were upset, you were let down, and you hated so much at that moment. I saw saw the look on his face, and I've seen that so many times. So many times. Uh, that was it. It turned into Beagle. Uh, stop me, lady. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, and just and the sh- rebel came out shooting behind his back constantly. What was that, boys? <laughs> yeah, uh, who's the, that's a line of bug. You all see that? That's now you, crazy. Now you hear me like you guys heard her. She said no, and I'm walking, and I'm just <laughs> popping these shots off. I'm just taking a picture now of the floor. And the the tour guide in the back is just cracking up under his breath every time it happens. <laughs> yeah, he's this not telling us, on me. Do you understand this makes us sound like terrible people? <laughs> we are terrible These people. people are just doing their jobs the best that they know how and have been instructed yes. to. And we are those no, idiots. No, 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 no. These people are not doing their jobs <laughs> the way they're supposed to. If they would, we would have had no problem. I would have had no problem with you. Why couldn't I be in, in that group? <laughs> just let me go to that group lady. let me go to that group I'll, be like, I'll walk by myself I'll let just say what stairs to go and I'll go myself I'll, I'll clear three of these floors by myself sir that is unsafe the, there's a lot of uh, on the third floor there's a lot of uh, uh, dark shadows yeah that was my favorite and, and that's uh, where the boy plays with the ball I'm like no that was that's the, that's the fourth Fourth or fifth floor. Fourth. There's only four, is there? Right. Well, there's the, well, the fifth one was the. Yeah. That's inside from the. I guess. Yeah. Okay, and the fourth floor, the you know, has the. So that's the, that's my other favorite story. Is there? We're on the third six. floor or fourth floor, and they're like, "We need some volunteers to walk down to the end of the hallway." I mean, I, at this point, I've been everything's been took from me. I so, think you must have looked like her ex-boyfriend or something. Did I? Who went first? Was she it me or Beagle? Not. I think as soon as she asked, my hand went up. Yeah, like she didn't need. No one, people hesitated, and I went, Yes, please. Me. Yeah. So he Winner. walks down to the edge, and we won't tell, we'll, we'll tell that story later on in the interview. But the fun part was, and this was from my perspective, he walks down, and the tour guide goes, Can you see the, all the shadow people moving around him? And I'm like, you mean the shadows from the tree line that's right outside the window? Yeah, because the that's middle hallway. Back and forth? Ha- the way that it's set up is the middle hallway has rooms on both sides. And then offset from that, 
there's another hallway on both sides right, of right, the rooms right. that um, is also offset to the main windows on the outside because at the time they thought the best medicine for tuberculosis was sunshine. Yes. So it's literally just the most open area right there on the outside. And then, then there's the middle hallway with the rooms on the sides. Right. Then another hallway on both of those sides. And where they're off set and you're walking with everything being open and these lights coming from just there's outside a, Louisville, um, right. just it literally causes shadows. Right. Full disclosure, there is a beautiful country club yeah. just right beside. Yeah. If you, if you oh, yeah. Golf, Listen, uh, and, you and, and here, Come here, on down. <laughs> here's the thing, Gertie. Gertie, I mean, be honest. The first time we went, amazing tour, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second time we went, other than the one person, the one tour guide, it was an amazing experience. It was amazing. I, I will say that it still was one of my favorite memories. Yes. And and I'll say this. As much as I like to pick on them for making us walk to the end of the hallway <laughs> and seeing trees sway back and forth and trying to convince people that it was, you know, shadow people. Mm-hmm. I will say this about Waverly Hills. I got I got that feeling. You know that feeling you get when you the, go somewhere that's, um, that's crazy. Once you do get past what uh, Gertie was saying, the uh, there there is a short little drive kind of almost into a golf course. Yeah, yeah. Um, but once you get past that and you're starting to kind of climb a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. The trees kind of close in a little yeah. bit and it gives you that vibe. Mind you, like Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, you know, that like straight it. up vibe. And yeah. when you see it for the first time... It has presence. Yes, it it's absolutely. It, it has a, a presence. It is a mammoth building. It is a mammoth building. And you just think about all the people that have died. And the scariest thing, the I don't care what anyone says, that death tunnel, that is, that is some spooky stuff. The death tunnel only had one, I, which that was one of my only other paranormal experiences, was in the death tunnel my entire life. Uh, and it wasn't anything tangible, it was just a feeling. Right, I, and I mean, and here's it the felt thing. like somebody wanted to hurt me. Uh, I remember when she told us to turn our lights off. <laughs> it was the tour guide. She it, wanted to hurt. Uh, she wanted to hurt me. But at that point, she didn't know much about me. Right. This was this that was, was early was on. The that yeah. was early on because she was like, remember, she said we could go all the way to the bottom and back up. Right. Or Just but that'll cut some of your all's tour off of the rest of the building. Right. She's like, it is the death tunnel, but it's just a tunnel. Right. I remember that. So I was like, okay. And she's like, you all can go down as far as you want. And then the members, she was just like, but remember, you know, and then I was already halfway. Right. And the tunnel's a mile long. Is, is it correct? Is it a mile long? I don't long? know if it's a mile. No, it's not a mile long. It's, it's not a mile It feels long. like it's it a is. football field. Because remember, it was, it was I slick feel like it's because the, of the slime. Yeah. Or not slime, but like moss and yeah. stuff. That I feel like that's some uh, one of those things where it was like, it's been embellished. And it's one of those things that everybody remembers it as, oh, it's a mile long death it tunnel. It might be, yeah. Um, there was a movie called Death Tunnel that was just about that shot that there. tunnel. Yeah. It was shot yeah. there, too. Um, so uh, I went halfway. We turned the lights off. No one's even close to me. No one's even remotely close. Right. As soon as she turned the lights off, I rose my hands defensively towards my face. Because because uh, you felt like something was coming at you. I, I hate being popped in the mouth. Right. Uh, it's just been something ever since I was little. Gertie can tell you about this. Every time Our she mother would just like... If, punch you, know, you in the face. Basically, in a yeah. way. 
In a, in a, in fun, a fun way, way. guys. Yeah. In a fun, not, in a well, fun way. In a, in a, uh, <laughs> a fun for her. In a don't speak that way. <laughs> to me or anybody else. You know, don't say those things. <laughs> right. Don't cuss. That type right. of stuff. It reminds me of like Kevin Hart with it. He flipped my lip. So, yeah. so she, you know, she took the back of her hand or something like that. Well, you know, she's just driving or anything. I'll just be talking about something. She just pop, yeah. and it just it takes me right to red. Right. I'm right. just completely break red, and um, it just I had that feeling like she was there going to hit me, and I, I completely understand. I, when she turned the lights off, I had my arms ab- above my face like this. And an X, kind of like with my forearms protecting my face. But listen, listen. With all this being said, Waverly Hills, if you're out there listening, we love you. We I just, love you. We yeah. just have a problem with that one tour guide. I had well, the first time we ever went. I had an experience, and I talk about it later. Yeah. Uh, in you know, in our yeah. interviews, we're but, recording this a little bit out of order. Yeah. So, like so. we did the interviews already, but now we're going back to do the intro. No. A little, little behind or like inside baseball there. So, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah. That's one of the, you know, like that, or I could say, like, oh, it wasn't a, a strange creak, or right. did somebody say my name? Right. Was I half asleep? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't have any explanation for seeing the back of somebody. That was a weird weekend so. for us, too, though. Because yeah. we were, or did we stay at the Gold House that weekend? We did. I'm pretty uh, sure the Gold House is haunted. haunted uh, yeah. I can't prove out. that. And Gold House, if you're out there listening, please don't, you know. Take it. We would love free rooms to <laughs> prove it. Yeah, we'll gladly come down and try to prove it. Um, so, um, just a thought. That or the Silbach. If Silbach, if you're listening, we'll take it. Um, we'll be there. <laughs> but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're coming up on that time. Uh, our first interview is with ghost hunter Mark Williams, and it will be coming up right after this break. Is it going to be a break? Yeah, right break. after this break. Is it something? It's something. Here we go. Recorded from a secret location in the city that moves mountains. Greetings. We come in peace. Hello, everyone. I'm Goose. And I'm Cronkite. We want to invite everyone to listen to our show. You can hear Here to Chew Bubblegum on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other platforms. We talk about UFOs, time travel, other dimensions, paranormal, and other strange topics. Be sure to tune in to Here to Chew Bubblegum. Check out our website for more information, heretochewbubblegum.com. are back ladies and gentlemen here in the studio actually by phone let's let's be honest he's by phone yeah is uh my buddy mark mark williams a professional ghost hunter uh in our area mark tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is you do sir well at the moment i'm i'm taking classes on demonology uh, I'm studying the Dictionary of Demons at the moment. As you can see, I got it right here. A very good book. I call it my my Ghost Hunter Bible. But also, I am um, been a, I have been a ghost hunter for 36 years. I celebrated my 36 years on March the 20th of 2021. Um, 
And then I also have a, um, like a mini library here that I study and I go by. And then we, uh, we do home investigations free. We never charge unless it's out of the county. And that pretty well wraps it up for me being a ghost hunter. You know, 36 years is a long time. Absolutely. But it, it's, I mean, that's a good career though. Yes. Yes. Uh, my name's got out there pretty, pretty far so far, you know, across the country. Uh, I've met a lot of interesting people and I had a diner that was uh, called Mark's Paranormal Cafe. Uh, that was over near Wayland, right? Uh, towards Garrett. Towards Garrett, yeah. Yeah. And then that that was uh, doing pretty well. But I wanted to go back to college. This is my fourth semester in college right now. I'm going back to be a respiratory therapist. Awesome. 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 That's cool. Yeah, so but. that, you know, like I, I remember when you first put the diner up, um, you had some people in, I think, from the cast of The Walking Dead, like stop by and everything. Yes, I got the autographed pictures of the cast of The Walking Dead. Eric Roberts uh, came and stopped by, which me and Eric's been friends for like uh, 22 years so far, I think. Oh, as in Julia's brother? Yeah. Oh, cool, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, lo- I love him and everything he's in. He's he's awesome. He's always like an awesome bad guy. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a pretty cool trailer. Yeah. He seems to be a really nice guy too. We met him at the Scarefest, I think, in Lexington yeah, once years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let's let's get into a little bit about the ghost hunting real quick, if you don't mind. So, uh, you say you've been doing it for thirty six years. Uh, now, we first of all, we don't want you to break any kind of confidentiality you got. So, yeah. you know, you don't have to worry about naming names or telling us where you're talking about. If you want to keep it real general, you know, that's that's perfectly fine. Um, but. What made you, let's start out with this. What made you want to be a ghost hunter? That's something you don't really choose. I think you're chosen to do so. Um, When I was 14, uh, that's when I started on my birthday, March 20th, actually. I started at the age of 14. I was, uh, had my first beer and me and my mom and dad, we got into it because she smelled beer on my breath. So my hideaway place was always Painter Harv Cemetery. I would go out there and camp out on the graveyard. Well, you always heard stories of, you know, your grandpa and your, your mom and dad telling ghost stories. We didn't really know what that meant back then. Uh, we only, the only thing we've seen as ghosts as far as uh, hauntings and stuff was like uh, dark shadows. Um, uh, Alfred Hitchcock and stuff like that on TV. And you never heard of anything like paranormal back then when I was growing up. Yeah, it's it's and a lot it's, more it's, it's a lot more common to hear about it today than it was back a, then. A lot of superstition I think plays a, a a role in that in Appalachia especially. People don't like to speak about yeah. it because that makes it more real, especially old times. And now it's worldwide. Yeah, it's worldwide. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Crazy. You're you're it's absolutely crazy now. You're absolutely correct. Um, so when you were 14, that's that's when you first got the bug, I guess is what we'll call it. And, uh, the first entity. Yeah. For, well, tell, tell us a little bit about that. Go into a little bit more detail there. Like, what did you experience? Well, like I said, I camped out on the graveyard a lot as a child. 
you know, because the, the you know, Abner Mountain, uh, if you know where Painter Harf Cemetery, my mamma's house is right there. We cannot play outside in in the yard close to the road. We always play at the graveyard. And one night, one night it was like uh, 1130. And I went up there to camp out and fell asleep. It was around 1230. I had one of those little watches on that lit up when an alarm goes off on it. And that woke me up. Well, I sat there for a while and drank my soda and I went back to sleep. Then all of a sudden there was like footsteps scared the crap out of me. I didn't know who it was in the dark alone at 14 years old, you know, it's kind of and this thing walked up on the cemetery stand comes over where I was laying stood there for like five minutes. It was dressed in, uh, had black shoes, uh, black pants. That's the only thing I've seen. I was afraid to move. I didn't want to look up at it to see its face or whatever. But hold my hand to God, the thing turned around, walked to the other end of the graveyard stand, and the only thing you could see then is from the torso up. And it was gone. It just disappeared. That right there is what uh, got me into paranormal. So, what looking back on that now, like, you know, that since that's the first thing that got you into it, what do you think it was? I mean, do you think it was somebody that was there, or mm-hmm. just an entity seeking you Which, out, or yeah? There, I mean, there's well, there's several different types of hauntings, isn't there? Not, well, I mean, not several, but maybe like it, uh, it depends on. There's and, echoes, is there not? Yeah, we'll um, we'll get into that okay. in a little bit. Well, Let I, him. It's just you saying, know. yeah. What what out of those? Right, exactly. So, what do you think that was, Mark? Um, well, I don't know. My grandfather shot and killed his son right there in the backyard, shot him through the heart before I was born. But then I was really curious when that happened. I tried to tell everybody, but back then the people think, well, okay, he's, he's crazy. He don't know what he's talking about or he's dreaming up something that's not even real and stuff like that. But there is things that happen that your grandparents would tell you about that really happened. But going back to where my grandfather killed his son, I was thinking, well, could that be him? And my mamma said, well, it, it couldn't be him because he was dressed in black. My son was buried in Levi's in a plaid shirt. Okay. You know, so uh, we done further investigations like uh, 20 years after that. And you could feel the presence still there, which that graveyard is very haunted. My grandmother's house is very haunted, too. So it, it's a, it's untelling. Yeah. It can, well, that, that brings up a beagle, brought up a, a great question there. Um, what do you like? What do you think a haunting is? What do you think a ghost is? Like, I have I have a personal theory about what ghosts are and what hauntings are, but what, what do you think they are? I don't like the word ghost. Okay. You know, if somebody dies, your body dies, you never die. You know, your spirit lives on uh, somewhere where it's uh, trapped here on earth or if it's, you know, God's got you in a safe zone, safe place. You know, I do believe in God. If I didn't believe in God, I would not even attempt to go on any paranormal investigation. That's my shield. That's my rock. 
you know, I don't, I don't believe in, you know, not going somewhere and having something to protect you. But right. I mean, that's the same thing as, I mean, if, if you believe in one, yeah. you got to believe in the other. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I right. believe that too. Right. Especially but, if you're dealing with demons. See, see now Mark, <laughs> I have, I have, this is my theory, you know, and it's a, it's a very, it's, it's personal theory. I mean, it could be right. It could be wrong, but I believe there, there are two different kinds of spirits. I, I believe that you're either watching, uh, what they call the residual haunting, where where something in history plays over and over again on a loop, or I believe exactly. that if it's not that, you know, then maybe it's demonic. I, I don't really, I don't really know if I'm to the point where I believe in trapped spirits on Earth. If that makes sense, does that make sense to you? Well, the spirit. Uh, like if you're dead, uh, if somebody dies in a car wreck or something like that, if they don't know what the light is, they're going to try to live away from it. It's like if the living today, if you go out in the middle of the road and you see a big light, what are you going to do? You're going to run. You're going to try to get away from it. You're going to hide. Well, the spirits, they don't know no time frame. You know, they're confused. If you're, if you're confused in life while you're living, you're more confused than death. You know, it takes a while for you to come to understanding, and a lot of people don't even know that they're dead. You, you know, know, yeah, that's, that, that's probably. I've heard, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard other um, people involved in ghost hunting and spirit uh, hunting. They've mentioned that before too. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I'm just, I'm, I'm still at that cusp. You know, like I don't know whether or not I'm still trying to figure it all out. I guess is, is, is where it comes down to. Um, so we know how, we know what got you interested. We know what got you started. What has been your case that just blew your mind? The, the one that is just, and again, you don't have to mention names. Just if you could just tell us, you know, a little bit about it. Just what was the thing that you said? Yeah, this is it. This is, this is for sure true. This is what it is. You know, I'm definitely doing this. Yeah, I'm the type I have to see something to believe in it, or, you know, I don't believe in aliens. And if I see one, yeah, I will believe in it. I will say, yeah, I believe in it. But now, I've been all over the world just about it, uh, from here to Tokyo. And, you know, the, the most haunted place I've ever been is Hi-Hat Cemetery. You, you don't know how that I'm smiling right now because I've talked to many people who say the same thing. They, well, this is interesting now. Yeah. They, they've said the exact same thing. I've heard hi hat cemetery brought up many, many times when we were discussing haunted places. Is that the one on the hill? Yes. Up above where you go. Okay. Yeah. That's the one on the hill. To the side. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, that place is very active, very haunted. And it's, uh, it leaves a mark on you too, because it's something like it follows you home. If you say a prayer and tell it not to follow you home, it does follow you home because the night I left there, I lost power to my car. Every light in the car went off. The car stalled in the middle of the road. If there were a truck coming, I would have probably got killed. But and then I just said, "Oh God, please help me." And as soon as I said that, boom, car started right back up. No. Yeah. Pardon my life. Oh no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Here, but that's uh fine. I mean that's I've like I said, I've heard that many, many times that that is a pretty active place. See, I've never heard of it being an active place. Yeah, I've I've heard I've heard from a couple different people that there's a lot of stuff that goes on well up on there. What what do you believe is what makes it so 
uh, such an active place. I mean, is there is there something going on up there that we're, a lot of people don't know about? Maybe like satanic rituals? Because usually when you get into that type of stuff is when you get a lot of, I guess, more darker energy yeah. and a more intense haunt. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe, and I don't do the the witchcraft. I don't do Ouija boards or nothing like that. Right. No, I don't want a door that I cannot close. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I, I I just I do my I'm old school. I do my old haunting ground thing, and you know, I I, I use my little recorder and my flashlight. Anything that you can upload to media and stuff. You know, I don't I don't go out of the way to do anything like that you know right but uh and i'm just a rosebud i mean i've been in it 36 years and i'm just a rosebud i'm not fully bloomed out i don't really know everything either right right exactly and and i don't think we're ever i don't you know i don't really know if we were ever meant to know everything you know what i mean like i think it's i think it's one of those things that's just a mystery and we won't know anything until for sure until we're on the uh, that other side you know which you know a lot of the thrill and the enjoyment of it comes from, you know, actively going out and trying to yeah, find this stuff yeah. and to prove it to yeah. other people, you yeah. know, for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Mr. Williams, let's, let's, I, I, I'm not trying to move on or not trying to rush, but there's just so many questions that we have that, you know, we want to, we want to ask and make sure that our listeners hear the answers to. So the first thing I want to do though, is I know we're on a time limit and everything, but, uh, uh, I hope that, uh, you'll agree to come back maybe on a future episode. To follow up on some no, stuff. Love, okay, I love Thank to, you. Yeah. That's great. Um, the next question I have is, uh, and it goes back to the technical side. You were talking about um, you you do uh, EVPs and you have your recorder and all that stuff. If if you're talking to somebody who's brand new to the ghost hunting field, they they know they've been called, but they don't know exactly what to do. What would you suggest? I would I would tell them first off, like I do my I used to do the paranormal classes too, where people can get their uh, certificate, you know, just make them feel better to, about being a ghost hunter. And uh, they they learn pretty good lot. And I would just tell them safety first. If you're going to go to an old abandoned building, go before daylight. I mean before dark, so you can scope out the building, see if there's any rotten wood. Or if you lead your own team, make sure you know everybody on that team. If they're, you know, you want to know if they're diabetic, if they take seizures or whatever. You want to know that stuff. Safety first. Because you don't want to lead a team and something happened and you you look back and say, oh my God, where's Sheila or where's Kathy at? And they're laying back, back there in the diabetic coma. That's very important in the ghost center field. Get to know in your, uh, your team, getting to know in your group on a ghost walk, make sure everybody stays together and everybody has flashlights and batteries and stuff like that. That's how I'll start off with my uh, giving people advice is safety first. You know, that's very important. I definitely like the idea too of getting to know your team, just that camaraderie. So if somebody's feeling something that they usually don't, you know, feel or, or they're acting different, you know, there could be a reason for that. And don't have a bunch of fakers, people that fake stuff, because that ruins it. I mean, we get we get slammed enough the way it is. And, you know, we post pictures, say, people say, well, that's fake. That's been Photoshopped and stuff like that. It's not Photoshopped. Well, I don't Photoshop. 
I don't know how to Photoshop. Right. That's that's me too. Like I couldn't Photoshop anything I post <laughs> yeah, that's is the, that's the new motto. Yeah. 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 It's but, not Photoshop because but, I don't know how. Because I don't know how exactly right. <laughs> but and that's the thing too that a lot of people don't realize is it's getting harder and harder to tell if something's been photoshopped or if something's been changed and really it all goes back to your reputation. And, and like I said, Mr. Williams, your reputation around here is pretty good for, you know, ghost hunting and, and spirits. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, just it's, it all depends how you treat people in your team. Don't never put anybody on the back burner, make everybody in your team feel special and need it and want it. You know, that's very important too. But as going into ghost hunting field, uh, it's very important to let people know around you that you're feeling faint, sick to your stomach, headache right out of the blue, or you get the shakes. That's very well to be connected to the paranormal. Um, if it's a bad entity or a bad spirit or whatever, uh, you know, you want to make sure that you, you let them know. And always, you know, have water and something to snack on because spirits can drain your energy just the same as they can drain energy from the battery. Yeah. That's a lot of that's really good advice. You know, I don't think I've ever really thought of that about spirits being able to drain energy as yeah. much as I mean, this is you as much this is as really good people. stuff. Uh, a lot I know a lot of people who are interested in this yeah. field and subject. Yeah. And they will just rush on out with the recorder or their phone and then just Let's get the the spookiest place we can find yeah. in the back of the holler, right. and let's go in there at night because t- twelve or three o'clock is supposed to be you know yeah. like the witching hour, yeah. and let's see what we can get. Because nobody nobody really does their homework anymore; they just find some place that looks exactly. scary, and they think that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that, that's that's a great segue into my next question: is if you had a holy grail, a place that you could go, take your team, and you could just investigate all night long. You know, maybe a week, you know, of just investigations. Where would that be? That would be the battlefield. The battlefield's actually pretty haunted, too. I got a picture of a, a soldier's head just, like, floating in the air. You know, I posted it on Facebook. Uh, Is that, are you talking the about the Prestonsburg? The one in Prestonsburg? Yeah. yeah. Middle, Middle Creek. Middle Creek. Yeah. yeah, the Battle of Middle Creek, yeah. Well, that's and we're getting ready to sign people up. We're going to meet at the Archer Park. To, uh, we can sign people up. I think it's eighty dollars a person. We're going to go to the Mansfield Prison in Ohio, where they made Shawshank. Oh, that's amazing. awesome! That would be an amazing. Oh, wow. That would be an amazing trip. So, uh, what other what other famous locales have you all looked at? Oh God, uh, Trans Allegheny. Yeah, lunatic asylum. Mm, okay. Is that the, is that the one, one with the tunnels underneath that connect the buildings? That that one is. Uh, you're talking about Waverly Hills. Oh no, we've 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 actually been to Waverly Hills. Yeah, we've before. actually been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that one's uh, Trans Allegheny is the one with I believe the spirit that haunts it is the one that's like seven foot tall. Oh, yeah, little girl Emily. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be the one that had giantism. <clears throat> yeah, there was yeah. There, there was a couple different ones. Yeah, you're oh, right. Well, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so Trans Allegheny. Where else? Uh, we've been to um, Trans Allegheny. Um, we've been to Waverly Hills. Uh, I've been to Waverly Hills about seven times. <laughs> we, I think we've oh, been twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
and we've been um i've been to italy and there's like an old cave over there it's very haunted and i've been to mexico just name places and i say yeah i've been there no i haven't been there. <laughs> <laughs> you know i've been i've been all over the place well my uh, my the one place in kentucky that i really 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 would like to go to and, and just see is bobby mackey's music world have you ever been to bobby mackey's no, Zach uh, Bagans invited me there um, when we went to Scarefest. He said, you need to really check out Bobby Mackey's. And I said, yeah, I would love to. I said, I read all about it. I watch videos on it all the time. He said, man, you would love that place. He said, it's freaky. It's yeah. even freaky in the day, he said. It, not even at night, just in the day. It was. It's more, I mean, it's just the same, you know. Right. We we would love that. That is the one place my wife and I actually tried to go there once, and the GPS messed up and sent us down an alley, and there wasn't any trees or lights or houses, and we were like, okay, yeah, oh, wow. it's, it's just not meant for us to go. So we, uh, we to be fair, it was a tom tom. It was a tom. Yeah, it was back in the tom tom days, ago. not the yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that's been a while ago. Um, so. You know, and I guess, Mark, what it comes down to really and why we're here is we want people to know about you. You're local, and we want people to be able to contact you. So if you could give us, like, some contact information, tell tell the people out there how they can get in touch with you. Yeah, they can just find me on Facebook. i got several Facebook pages. But one of them is Mark Williams Ghost Adventures. I know it sounds like Zach Bagans goes to pictures, but it's not. I've, I've been doing it longer than Zach Bagans has. Uh, <laughs> Listen, we so we met Zach at Scarefest one year, too. That was uh, my wife and I went, and we stayed on the same floor as the Ghost Adventures crew. And mm-hmm. let me tell you something. We <laughs> we rode the elevator down to the the floor with Aaron, uh, from and he is one of the nicest, funniest people in the is. world. He so, is. He's awesome. But uh, they, uh, there, there are some good dudes out there. So uh, you've got your, you've got your website or you've got your Facebook sites. Is there any any other way or? Yeah, they can they can contact me by Gmail. Uh, it's Mark Will W I L L four seven nine eight at gmail dot com. And I also have a blog page that I've not been on. Uh, it's also uh, just go into Blogger and hunt, uh, Mark Williams Ghost Adventures. It'll be on there. All right, man. That sounds great. Well, listen, uh, we, we've got a couple minutes left. So uh, if you could just tell me, if you could just tell me some more, some more stuff that you've experienced, we'd love to hear it. I know our listeners would love to hear it. Just, just well, give us some. Honestly. I have a couple questions. Oh, okay. Okay. Beagle's got a couple questions. (laughs) Um, Just so, um, okay. So if you were to give me though, Mark, a location where you absolutely, or what's your dream location to go to that you haven't been to yet? Uh, That could, this could be anywhere in the world. Well, we, my friend Sal, uh, he owns the, the, what's it called? Stephen King made the movie there. The shiny. Oh, the uh, um, the Est- uh, the Stanley Hotel. Stanley Hotel. Yes, yes. My friend Sal owned that, and he he passed away. His son's over it now. Uh, I've always wanted to go there. And that place you know, is. So- I mean, 
would be a very, very, uh, that'd be high up on my list. Let's just say that. Mm -hmm. Uh, just look. Just looking at the scenery and the overlook, I think that would be really nice to do. Absolutely. And, you know, to stay there. But yeah, you know, Sal, he he owned that. He died. He passed away, and it went to his son. Mm -hmm. And you know, I could have got a big group together for a hundred dollars each to stay there when he was alive, but not now. Because I don't know his son. I know Sal. Right. It's it, to me. It seems like it would be hard to and and uh, full disclosure. I know. Uh, I don't know if she's a member of your group now or if she was. Uh, Debbie, that uh, uh, Debbie Manuel, Debbie uh, Manuel. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. she, uh, I know her pretty good. And she she's agreed to be on the show. We're gonna you know interview her a little bit later um, down the road. Um, but it seems to me like it would be hard to find people who you could, you know, trust a hundred percent on these kinds of, of trips. So talk, talk to us a little bit about that. How do you go about finding the people that are on your team? Well, you don't, I think they find you, you know, because, uh, you know, the more experience you got, that's what more people look about. Well, he's got a lot of experience. Let's uh, contact him or meet him. But I met Debbie through Diane and Ted. Well, Ted Hall and Diane Picker. And um, we've been really great friends ever since. And she introduced me to the battlefield, which I didn't know nothing about the battlefield, really. Because I'm always doing research on other places that I have not, you know, out of the country but yeah debbie debbie's really nice uh, she's like a sister to me and yeah she said she uh when she talks about you she says you're a ghost brother yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um so i guess then really the the thing that i'm you know i don't know if you've ever watched ghostbusters do you, you probably have right the movie ghostbusters Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite, my one of my favorite quotes, and I do this all the time to people, uh, is "How is Elvis? And have you seen him lately?" You know that that one part. <laughs> so yeah. my question is: Have you ever had a? It's kind of the same. Have you ever had like a full blown conversation with a spirit, like an actual intelligence that you you know that you've went into and you you've had a conversation with? Not really, no. I've had them say, uh, is anybody here wants to talk or, you know, get a room or, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, they have to, they, they feed off your energy and uh, energy sources and stuff like that. I don't think they can talk to us like we're talking now, no. Um, but they, I do know spirits come into your dream a lot. Because my friend Margie uh, passed away last year, and I was uh, asleep, and I knew I had to do uh, some kind of appointment that day. And she came to me and said, wake up, it's time to go. And I woke up, and I, I realized Margie's gone. Mar Margie's passed away. You know, she's done that two times. And I never believe in dreams either uh, until I had that one dream about my niece and nephew laying in hot ashes and they're looking up at me smiling and in two days it got burned up in the house you know 
there's stuff that we cannot figure out, but later on, I think God allows us to understand more and more about it as more as you meditate on it and stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Mark, listen, we want to thank you so much. Wait, I think Beagle has it. Do you have another question? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Beagle, I, Beagle is, he listen. He's full of excitement. He, he's excited, <laughs> and I don't know when he's wanting to ask a question, when he's just intently listening. So go ahead, Beagle. Yeah, I, just, just so you know, Mark, I, I've enjoyed this thoroughly. I love it. I love hearing everything about it. Uh, I eat, breathe the paranormal. Uh, <laughs> I just I just consume it uh, daily. Um just another question I have for you. Um, is there any type of uh, evidence that uh, that you know of, uh, say, like other um, groups or other like um, uh, professionals will uh, they'll use it? But you do you find it to be not a? I know what he's talking about. I'm Mark, tr- do you believe in orbs? <laughs> like, do you- yes, I do. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's, <laughs> that's that is our biggest controversy Elliot. is that we always we always talk about orbs. Well, I think it's kind of you have to you have to separate it from is it an insect? Is yeah, it some kind yeah. Of a, I mean, you, you know? have to be you have well, to be, yeah. and how it travels. You have to debunk it. You have to debunk it a lot of times if it's insect dust or something like that. And if you go out and do an investigation and you take a camera with a flash. It's going to look like a snowstorm because of the, the dew, you know. That's why we're called investigation investigators, because we have to investigate everything we do. We don't want to just throw something out there and say, here, this is this. This is the name of this. Because there's some more professionals that can prove you wrong. You know, <laughs> but I do believe in orbs. Uh, that's balls of energy that can manifest into a full body apparition. So that you you yeah, have I'm, made Beagle one of the happiest people in the world because we always go at each other about whether or not we believe in orbs and whether orbs are real. Yeah, I I'll sit there and watch a video and be like, bugs, bugs, yeah. bugs. Then I'll be like, wait a minute, <laughs> what is that one? That one's not a bug. I cannot figure out what that one is. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I usually will uh, go about that. But uh, uh, another thing, uh, this, I guess this kind of relates to Elliot's uh, earlier question. Um, just because uh, he was talking about how certain, uh, is it residual or is it like uh, some type of uh, loop the yeah. the um, entity is stuck in? Um, when it becomes more intelligent, is that usually when we, when someone probably needs to be more aware that you might be dealing with something malevolent? Yeah, most definitely, because uh, they can get stronger. You know, it's just like a baby. When the baby's born, it takes its formula and it's taken very care of and it gets stronger as it grows, you know. Uh, yeah, most definitely, yeah. Okay, that's just, yeah, it's one of those things I just, because, you know, a lot of people will talk about how there's, like, certain things. Or right. there, there's the, there's an intelligent haunting. There's residual, you know. Right. Um, which I know that there's a lot of, a lot of it, you know, if, if you give it, you know, if you give it attention, you know, right. what, they're the talking more, about a lot with poltergeists. Yeah, the more activity. attention you give it, the more it wants, mm-hmm. the more it'll try yeah. to take. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's what my earlier question when I was talking about how you did you maybe think that maybe people up there at uh, High Hat Cemetery might have been performing some type of rituals and stuff. I'm not saying that you yourself are doing it to provoke or to get evidence, uh, but maybe they did it, didn't know they were really playing with fire. 
you know, and now those portals are left open up there. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, you can put a recorder on somebody's tombstone, and if you don't believe in the paranormal or afterlife, get you a blank recorder. Go to Walmart and get your recorder and put it on there, and you're going to be the only one that's going to be recording. And if you get something, you're going to say, oh, God, man, that's real. Yeah, you know, I've, I've had ghost hunters, you know, that's in my team or used to be in my team that were – you know, they didn't believe in stuff like that, but that's good. You need somebody in the team like that. Yeah. I I think it's good to have somebody who wants to debunk and is a skeptic because it really keeps, you know, it really keeps, well, like me, if, if I see a shadow move, I'm going to swear up and down it's a ghost. You know what I mean? But (laughs) my wife is going to be like, Elliot, that's probably, you know, a tree swaying in the wind like you're seeing a shadow from a tree, you know. That's headlights outside the window as you're walking by. And you need that because that keeps you, I'm not, it just keeps you honest as an investigator if you're, you know, looking at both sides of things. Mm -hmm. It does. Well, listen, Mark, uh, you can't, you just don't know how thankful we are. That yes, you've you, that you've yes, spent this time you. with us, and we definitely want to invite you back. You know, we definitely want to have you on again as a guest, and uh, you know, maybe as a if we have any questions, we might call on you as an expert. You know, um, but one of the things we like to do is when we do have a guest on, we let them choose one of our topics uh, for a future show. So if you if you would like, you know, any kind of paranormal topic, what do you think, what would you like to hear us cover eventually? Uh, I would, I'd say that, okay, I got a, I've got a brain block here. That, that kind of threw me for a boot. Listen, <laughs> that's actually, we've done puts this. You on, the, on the spot like that. Yeah. Just, we've done this yeah. one other time and the same thing happened. So that's, that was my fault. I'll, I'll take, what you dreams, know, one for that. Dreams is really good. Your dreams is uh, connected to the, uh, I wouldn't say paranormal, but it's connected to a lucid mind in a way, you know, like if you, uh, have your mindset on doing something you can go to sleep and you'll dream about that similar thing or you know uh it's a lot of people's i have you know a lot of people has dreams that really come true like me you know i had that dream of my niece and nephew laying in hot ashes you know i think dreams and the mind is a really good topic all right sounds good that so uh, one of our topics before hopefully within the next year we will cover some kind of dreams or or dream interpretations Interpretation, and all that yeah, stuff yeah. so once again mr williams we want to thank you guys if you want to uh, hook up with mr williams for uh, uh, a ghost investigation uh, you can go on facebook and look up mark williams ghost adventure is that correct that's correct. Okay, so make sure you do that. I think he said if it's if it's local, it's free. If it's out of county, it's might cost a little bit. Is that correct? Yes, we have to charge for gas. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> gas and two by fours are the biggest expense in the world right now. Exactly. So, but we want to thank you once more, uh, Mr. Williams. Thank you for coming on the show, and we will uh, be back right after this commercial break. Thank you.
Are you troubled by strange noises in the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and call the professionals. 276-299-1681. You can call, text, leave a message. We'll make sure we get back to you. If you want to email me, Elliot at SpookyFamilyPodcast.com. We're ready to believe you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with uh, one more ghost hunter, one more local guy, and that is Mr. Sam Little. Sam, are you there? Yep, I'm here. All right, buddy. Uh, so, once again, thank you for coming on the uh, Spooky Family Podcast. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Uh, now, Sam, I think you got somebody there with you that you may want to introduce. Yeah, I'm, I've actually got my assistant director, Derek McGarry, with me. All right, that's awesome. Here. Now, let me ask you a question. What is your your group's title again? We are Draven Star Paranormal Research Team. So DPRT, right? Yep. All right, good deal. All right, so I'm going to start it out, which, you know, I'm here with Gertie. I'm here with Beagle. We're all here together. We're a great big happy family. Great big happy spooky family. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> my question, the first one is, how did you all, what was the thing that got you into the ghost catalyst. hunting? Yeah, yeah. Like, what was the catalyst? I actually began as a skeptic, and I was I set out to prove that everybody that believed in it was wrong. And over the course of time, it kind of changed for me. So, and then I've always been interested in the paranormal and spooky stuff like that. And when I got into high school and met Sam, we both started out kind of again trying to disprove it. And as we went along, we both had experiences where we were like, "There may be something to this." Right, right. Sam is kind of spooky. I'll give you that, Derek. <laughs> no. Most of the time. Most of the time. So, um, with that being said, what was the first big, oh, wait, this is real? You know, what was that first moment? Yeah, for the, oh, no, wait a minute. I might be a uh, believer. Yeah. I did a house in Oxford with some guys that I met when I, when I was in grade school. I was on the academic team, and uh, they invited me to go to a house, and I was like, yeah, well, I'll go. And in my mind, I was like, I'm going to prove everything wrong. You know, headlights on walls, spider webs. And uh, when we were looking through the pictures, there was five of us at the scene, and there were six in the pictures, in several of the pictures. And I was like, guys, you can't fool me. I know that's a person. And the more that I looked at the pictures, the more I realized the person, the sixth person, it was half of them was there, but half of them wasn't. And then when we started listening to audio, there was a lot, a lot of, I mean, just a lot of voices come through saying I'm over here out the window, or and I mean, it it opened my eyes pretty quick. For me, my first actual this there might be something to this experience actually happened with Sam. There's a legend of a ghost dog up in Wheelwright, and I was visiting him one night, and he decided he wasn't going to tell me about it. So we're walking down the hauler, and all of a sudden, I start hearing something behind me sniffing, barking. There's nothing there. Wasn't until we got down to the end of the hall, he goes and decides to tell me, "Oh yeah, you haven't heard about the ghost dog here at Hall Holler, have you?" I had that night. Now, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a pretty popular one. Um, yeah, I think, I've heard that one. Yeah, I think Sam, you've got a, a, a YouTube video about that out there, don't you? Is it a YouTube video I, or is it a? 
Uh, me and uh, Dakota Chapins, who's another one of our team members, did a did a video about it. Yeah. Yeah. Now Dakota goes by a different name. What is that name? He is Cheeto. That's right. That's right. I, that's just <laughs> a bad name. To, yeah. yeah I mean, it. you got to bring that one. Up. Okay. So, all right. So, uh, so that's what got you into it. Now, here here's the next question I have for you. And like I said, we might just jump in at any time here, Sam and Derek, with with questions, but. What has been your most like? Oh, this is definitely real piece of evidence that you've gathered. For me, uh, I was uh, I was in well, actually, you were the one that told me about the location in Skull Hollow. Right, right. I took uh, my tech tech guy Brandon Blackburn and his now it's his wife Nikki, and uh, while we were setting our computers up, everything went dead, just everything. And Brandon's like, man, we're not going to be able to something. There's an interference here. And we looked up, and clear as day, there was a man in front of us. But he was, like, completely shadow except his face. And he was walking toward us. And I grabbed the camera, one of my digital cameras, and before I could say anything, Brandon was gone. I mean, he was out the front door gone. And uh, I, I managed to snap one picture, and then my camera went dead. And I was standing there in total darkness. And all I could see was this green, illuminated face looking at me. It was it was intense. I, it sounds intense. I'll, I'll give you that one, Derek. What about you, Bob? My experience actually happened same location, different time. I went back with Sam a second time, and we were in the area. And I sat and watched a three foot piece of two by four lift off the ground and move across the room by itself. I decided then and there, no, there's definitely no chance of me going in this place. <laughs> I sat outside and export the rest of the night for him. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I totally understand. Where was this place at again? Uh, Skull Hollow up in Wicksburg. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, they, they, eventually they had the fire department come and they had burnt the house down and uh, I was heartbroken. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like uh, over at Jackson, uh, over at, what's it, what was it called, Frozen? You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, it it oh, was school. yeah it was one of the of course I mean I don't know I never got to go and never got to experience it but according to a lot of stories I heard it was one of the most active places in Kentucky and then it got torn down burnt down and and all that stuff oh so. yeah but um we have uh we ask you know we we've had other guests and we one of the questions I always want to know is I have a theory about the different types of hauntings. I, I personally think there are two. I think there are two different kinds. I think you have your residual haunting where basically things happen in a loop. It's, it's kind of a historical uh, VCR tape. You know, you, you just watch the same thing happen over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then I think that if it's more towards the intelligent side, I personally believe it's more demonic. What are your all's opinions about the different types of hauntings? Uh, we we kind of just about the same. We kind of subscribe to the same thought frame a little bit. Um, the, the, you know, the residual, basically just the the historic loop, kind of like a playback. And then with us with intelligence, we've we've had some situations where we were able to actually ask questions and get instant feedback. And then we also looked at another type of haunting called a well, two other types of haunting. One of them being a portal haunt, which is more demonic. And then the other being the typical poltergeist, which a lot of people would watch the movie and think that's an actual poltergeist, but it's not. A poltergeist is basically a human host who's manifesting the activity subconsciously. 
yeah, you get a lot of poltergeist activity in like uh, teenagers. You know, people oh, yeah. with pent up emotions, especially, that are, especially girls. Yeah, it, yeah. It, anytime, yeah, you have a lot of pent up emotion or energy, and people sometimes don't even realize they're doing it. And if it, once it just burst out, it, it can cause manifestations that range the gamut from maybe moving something slightly across the room to glasses shattering and anything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, well, I've not seen it. I've never seen a poltergeist personally, but I've, you know, I've heard stories and done research. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, that stuff is. Would creepy. you all say there's a, say there's like a preference for energy to be imprinted on certain materials. Like uh, I've always heard that like limestone, can be uh, very um, very effective in like almost kind of absorbing like pain, like a conduit kind or, of thing, yeah, or just... keeping something there, you know, or increasing energy for what a, a entity needs to manifest. Oh, definitely, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of times we've done a few of the cases that were, I mean, they were residual, just a historic playback, and we noticed that a lot of those there's the old school copper pipes. In the houses, there most of those had the old school copper piping in the house. You know, speaking of copper pipes, it, it it amazes me the amount of stories I hear where running water or water is involved in mm. in, in hauntings, and uh, quartz quartz is another big one that I that I oh, hear yeah. all the time. Um, so again, like this is just an introductory interview. We don't want to give away way too much today, you know, because we definitely want to have you all yeah. back, but. What? Oh, we can go there. Oh, yeah, we. I like <laughs> Beagle has talked all night. He's like, I could, I could sit down and ask questions for, you know, seven straight hours yeah, about this, this is stuff. My jam. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, and and we just we're we're kind of just wanting to do an introduction. We don't want to give away everything up front. You know what I mean? Like we want to we want to keep this going. But one of the things that I want to know, and that I think our listeners would want to know, is what is the what is the case that you have personally done that has scared you the most? Uh, paranormal or supposed paranormal? I'll take either one, but uh, uh, let's let, do both. Yeah. Do paranormal, paranormal and supposed. Wise, uh, the, the thing that got Derek at school, the two by four, we had a friend of ours named Leslie who was with us. And the whole time she was going through the house talking about how there's no such thing as ghosts. We're being childish. This is silly. And we, you could just feel the tension in the air. And then eventually there was the two-by-four flew through the house and hit a wall. Uh, There's an old fridge in the house that tipped over by itself. And that, I'll be honest, even though I'd been in the house four or five, five times prior to that and wasn't scared, I was at, that night I was terrified. I mean, I was completely just out of the zone. I wanted to get out of there so bad because everything she said just made it worse and worse. And then non-paranormal, we got called... God, I guess it's been 10 years to a uh, case in Paintsville where a guy claimed he had a werewolf. We knew it wasn't a werewolf, but, you know, you never get a cryptozoology case in eastern Kentucky, so we were going to go do it. Especially because that happens to be my forte. I love anything cryptozoology, so I was all over it. Oh, oh, Derek, we have a lot to ask you on a later episode, but go go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead, Sam. But the guy hung butterball turkeys out on it. Like, we were on a patio, a screened-in patio, and I was like, man, this is ridiculous, but we'll go with it. So we're camping on the patio, and we hear growls at about 1, 1.30 in the, in the morning. And I'm like, what the crap? Is this seriously? And so I go look out the screen, and there's a set of eyes looking at me. 
And I'm not going to lie, at first I was like, oh my God, it's really a werewolf. Turned out to be a brown bear. And this guy was baiting it with butterball turkeys. Well, yeah, I mean, that'll do it every time. <laughs> we, we get in the house, and me and Derek are calling 911, and the whole time he's screaming, bring silver bullets. Bring So they keep hanging up on us thinking it's a prank call. And by the time we finally managed to get somebody and the sirens scared the bear away, it had eaten my duffel bag, ripped through Derek's sleeping bag, and carried off like two of the butterball turkeys. That's... And literally, even us seeing the bear and showing the guy, he was like, it's a werewolf shooting. I'm like, with what? We don't carry guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Animal Control had a field day with that one when they finally oh, showed up. Oh, I, I guarantee had, it. It's I sad. have never been that scared in my life. Yeah, it sounds uh, like it a fun was, one. Yeah, I enjoyed those turkeys <laughs> <laughs> it was bad as derek soon as soon as i look out the door derek yells it's a bear and i was like oh no listen so here, here's the fun part so uh we've been you know there's a there's a big push this is why i said what i did derek there's a big push right now on uh our sister podcast our sister podcast is uh, here to chew bubblegum and they are really big right now on uh cryptozoology stuff so you might be getting a call yeah, a little sooner than later maybe not from <laughs> maybe not from the spooky family group but the here to chew bubblegum group might be getting in touch with you um so you know yeah i'm totally uh that's that story is taking me out of it now <laughs> let's let's get back into this so uh, we felt? yeah really i know yeah yeah that's, that's so uh back to what we were saying uh you know we keep hearing stuff about gertie brought up a really good point in in one of our, I don't know if it was our pre-interview with our last guest, but she said in, in Appalachia, it, it's really hard for people to explain. It's really hard for people to explain uh, what they feel about ghosts because it's looked down upon. You know what I mean? Like, um, and, you know, Mark Williams said that he thought that maybe that was changing. What do you all feel about that? I think it is. I've noticed there's been a big push towards it. seems like most paranormal things are more mainstream now. You have shows like Ghost Hunters, Big Hunting Bigfoot, things like that. that Zach. Zach's yeah, all over. They've done a lot to push that towards the mainstream. And the thing is, especially here in Appalachia, we have one of the deepest levels of going back into like ghostly stories and, you know, the, the haints and the haunts of these haulers and the hills. Yeah. Stories that stretch all the way back to, you know, when the, the first settlers came here from Ireland and England. There's a very deep resonance with Appalachian settlers with the paranormal. So I, I don't think anybody should be ashamed of it. It's something we should embrace. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I, I just, uh, I think that the it's, it's funny. The more modern you get, the more the older ways take over does that make sense exactly history is just repeating history history repeats absolutely um uh this reminds me of uh honestly of a uh a story that my uh my dad uh used to tell me and gertie when uh we were uh actually he he didn't really tell it to us when we were little it was more recently which was kind of a shocker um (laughs) he's not he is the most I mean, just straightforward. He tells it like it no is. No nonsense. No nonsense. My dad, you know, is upper, up well, mid eighties. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> um, he back in the day, as most did, uh, had a little business, 
with uh, Moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little business. A little business. A little business. You know, had to run it. And um, said that, uh, well, at the time he was homeless. So when he got back, he would usually just find a place in his local town of Wayland just to find a place to crash. Mm-hmm. Um, on this particular night, he said he got back, he found a place, walked up the steps on the side, and was going by. He said he went by a couple. He said it, it, it didn't strike him as odd until the next morning. But they were in older... Um, almost attire. Like, almost like Antebellum South, the way he described it. Yeah. Oh. And for him, you know, that's back in like, it's the 50s. Yeah. And then yeah. they are, you know, dated an attire. And he nods to him, raises his drink, because he's got, of course, got to have a little nightcap <laughs> to sleep in an abandoned house. And he goes in <laughs> and he passes out on the floor. And he said he doesn't realize until years later when he thinks about it. He had no idea who they were. He even jokes and said that was kinda, ghosts. He chuckled, laughed nervously, and he's like, "You know what? I can't. I can't explain that to you." Yeah, I can't explain it. So yeah, I mean those those stories are out there. You just yep. it, it's, oh, for him, it's not. See, it's not even something that he just kind of even like. It's nothing that he's embarrassed of. He just didn't occur to him. It just you. didn't occur to him. He just didn't even take it another thought. Well, you know, just kept on going. Sam, Derek, I don't, I don't know how many of you all have experienced this, but a lot of the times when you ask people, like, have you ever experienced anything supernatural? It's always no. They'll say no, and then later on, thirty they'll minutes say, into well, the conversation, maybe yeah. there was this one. Almost thing. everybody, yeah, 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 and like, I, I just think that we're just so programmed to say. Stuff like that can't happen. That yeah. we we all we automatically you rationalize it, it away. Yeah, we rationalize and it away. Then, yeah. it could be self preservation of your brain. It could be too. To it very well yeah. could be. You can't rationalize it, so you just compartmentalize it, <laughs> yep. and then you don't think yeah. of it at first. I'm open out. Then, open out. Yeah. It, it goes back to the old Irish view of the fairies. They may not be real, but I'm not going to take the chance and tick them off. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> don't like that. don't <laughs> dance or accept food from them. <laughs> uh, don't go into the woods in the blue hour. No, don't not that the was, blue hour is bad. Yeah, uh, we learned. So what is what is the well, and I I know you don't want to go into specifics uh cases or names, but what is the most the most haunt like if if somebody come to you right now and said, Take me to the one place where you have experienced like convince me yes that will convince me and i know we can't talk about the place of weeksbury because it burnt down mm-hmm. but what yeah. is the one place that is still around that you could take somebody to and say all right you want proof here it is for me waverly waverly asylum is it, it's a trip i mean it is it is a trip i've not been to waverly yet but i've got one a little bit closer to home it actually is my former house Oh, yeah. My grandparents' place, my uh, my grandma died there, and we have conducted several investigations there. I have lived there for years, and it never fails to produce a reaction. The hair story. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really funny story there. I've, but you knew me back in high school. I always had shorter hair then. Right, right. I let it grow out shortly after graduation. Right. My mom all hated it. She was old school, wanted me to always have shorter hair. We were doing an investigation there not too long after she passed away. And Sam asked the question for an EVP, an electronic voice recording. Do you recognize anybody in this house? We got a distinct recording of a female voice, which sounds suspiciously like my grandmother, saying, Derek. At the same exact time, 
he took a picture of me and there was an orb in the picture that is physically lifting a strand of my long hair away from my head. Well, it's taken at the exact same time that the boy said my name. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, long hair, not good. And the whole night, Derek's like, the next time when y'all pull my hair, you're getting And I'm like, dude, there's no one around you. Yeah, it, it, uh, whatever was there about? kept messing with my hair yeah. the whole night. My aunt and my mom have both had experiences in that house. There is a mirror that my grandmother had on the oh, man, uh, wall for ages. Once my mamaw died, my aunt said she wanted the mirror. Looked in that mirror one time and now refuses to take it. Yeah, I, t- I totally understand. Me and Sam looked in the mirror and saw a reflection that was not the room that it was in. It was it was the same room, but the furniture and stuff was like... Completely different. Like oh, when my grandmother was... was 20, 30 years ago. Wow. It was, living there. So it like, was amazing. Basically yeah. like a time lapse. Or not lapse, but... Yeah, uh, almost like warp. a... a <laughs> warp, yeah. 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 yeah, it was like, almost like a residual haunting with the mirror itself. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, mirrors and, I don't. Yeah. Mirrors and Ouija boards I really don't yeah, like. Yeah, he was muted with. when you started to tell that part of the story, and you said mirror, and he went no, 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 no. <laughs> it was no, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah. Please, no, no, no. Visceral no, no, no. reaction yeah. to that. Oh, uh, <laughs> so and and this brings me back to another question that we've asked. Um, if you all had a holy grail of a place to investigate, some place that you just needed to find. What would that place be? Oh man, that's a tough one. I would, I would have loved to gotten to Myrtles, the plantation. I would have loved to, to have investigated Myrtles. That would probably be the my grill. Would have been that one. Yeah, Myrtles plantation is pretty, pretty good. That one for me is probably my top three as well. I'm still wanting to eventually make it to Waverly. There's part of me that would love to go to Bobby Mackey's, but part of me <laughs> says, okay, no. Uh, we just we just talked about Bobby Mackey's. That's funny. <laughs> this is really funny because I'm I'm in the same boat. Um, I have for years. Now, the, spook, the Spooky family, we have been to Waverly. Yeah, we've been a couple uh, times. Some of you have been. Yeah. Know, some of us have been twice. Yeah. Uh, I've been twice, but I went once for... Um, just the haunted house, right, right. That they they, they put inside of it, yeah, which is to me a mind tripping of itself. Yeah, because it, I'm like, what, what am I seeing? Is it, <laughs> is, it, is, it are, is it supposed to be a part of the attraction, <laughs> or is it part of the? Um, yeah. So the, you know, I actually just ended up leaving confused. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but whatever, they got me. Um, <laughs> which they also do Christmas lights there. I know, which it's is wow, very very strange, but name. it also. I know this is kind of getting off on a tangent, but um, <laughs> it's okay. That Christmas room that's inside of there, yeah, that might be the creepiest room in my it, opinion. It, yes, because you know, you all know that I went down the death tunnel further than anyone and right. stood by myself, right? And then I did all the stuff that the tour guide asked us to do <laughs> in the, all the, the levels. Yeah, I loved it when they were like Beagle. Keep walking. You were like, "Where am I walking to?" <laughs> yeah, she said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Stop, stop, stop! You're supposed to stop when you see the door." And I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I don't see a door." <laughs> and then at, at the time, you know, it was actually really it's probably one of my be- uh, better actual uh, paranormal moments. Yeah, something stepped away from the other side of the door to reveal light from the other side. Yeah, through the chicken wire uh, window that's yeah. inside the doors. Gertie oh, yeah. actually has a Gertie actually has a uh, uh, Waverly Hill story too. She saw something there. Oh, I mean, well, it was broad daylight. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, 
She looked. Well, tell tell the story. No, we were we were kind of hanging back. We were taking a lot of pictures, uh, and there was a tour guide, I guess, that kind of caps everything off so somebody doesn't get lost in the labyrinth of the building because it's so huge. <laughs> and uh, I was kind of I just wanted one more picture in a room. It's broad daylight, of course. It's like on maybe like the second or third floor. Yep. Probably second. Uh, and of course they've got like the stairwell. I've seen this. Uh, yeah. 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 They've got like the stairwell um, doors that used to be there. They don't have any glass in them anymore. Right. And everything is the plaster that's from the ceilings is falling to the floor. So you make sounds everywhere you go. You crack and you shuffle. Oh, yeah. You know how that is there. Uh, and it's very noticeable if somebody's around you. So uh, everybody else in the group was up in front. We were kind of hanging behind. And I turned and looked through that uh, that old door and I saw the back of a man's head. Um Plain as day. Uh, white hair, older gentleman, and he just walked away. I never saw his face, but he, thank God. <laughs> and he walked away uh, from that opening in the door, and uh, I caught up with the, the tour guide, and I said, hey, is there somebody else that's supposed to be around us? Is there another, yeah, like another, you know, like another, tour. another tour or something like that? Is there somebody like trying to check on something? And he's like, no, we only let, you know, kind of one, the only on this side, there's only one only one group and it's you guys and I'm like well interesting because I just saw a man walk on the, uh, yeah. the stairwell yeah <laughs> didn't you take a picture too you had a, you had a picture that you you all yeah, had that was something that across was a, the way yeah across that was the on, way uh, across, across the that door. was on the roof yeah. that was where yeah. the children used to play the, on the, the roof. playground yeah. yeah I took it open sky nothing around with a cell phone and I look at it later and it's got uh, window panes for some reason yeah, it's, it's like, like, like ghostly it's like windowpanes. Ghostly windowpanes. Um, yeah, but, but there was nothing there. <laughs> uh, like before I went on that entire Sorry, tangent. Sorry, tangent. Yeah, <laughs> what I'm saying. Um, but uh, like I said, I'm in the same boat about Bob Mackey's. I keep yeah. looking at I, 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 I want to, I want to, I want to. Then I think about the consequences <laughs> of legitimately going of maybe and doing what I'm back. thinking of doing. You know, yeah. like really provoking and trying to get something yeah. stirred up. Yeah, that's why I won't go with you. And, yeah. <laughs> we you know I'll going, do it too. We yeah, talked I know. about going as a family one time and I think I was pregnant. Yeah, uh, And then I went, that is the most terrible time. Yeah. yeah. Two um, go was with a pregnant yes. woman. Though, we but, actually, so, let's not do that. so Gertie and I actually went to Bobby Mackey's and we tried to. Back in the day, tried. Tried. before GPS was on your phone, you had a Tom Tom. Do y'all remember the Tom Tom? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, we put the address in on the Tom Tom and it took us through like a road that had no houses, no lights. Uh, there was a gate that was locked at the end. And we just took that to mean that we probably shouldn't go to Bobby Mackey's that night. So we went. That's to, understandable. Yeah, probably a good so, idea. Yeah, so we left and we, we haven't been back, but we really, really want to. Um, internationally, not just, not just yeah. in Kentucky, but internationally, like where is the one place that you want to check out? Uh, international. Uh, probably the Tower of London. Oh, I would love to, one of the most famous haunts in the world. I would love to see yeah. some of that. Right, oh, people yeah. are just yeah. losing their head over that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> Dad jokes Dad on my specialty joke number one. You met my wife, Tiff. Yes, yes, I have. She took me to Waverly for my birthday, and it was the haunted house thing. And they they said, you know, we don't recommend kids and. Tiff's terrified of this stuff, like absolutely terrified. Which makes no Already. sense, knowing you all. 
we there's this little boy running around behind the group like just running in and out of door random doors and i'm finally i'm just like sir i tell the 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 uh tour guide that little boy's gonna get hurt you need to comment oh we don't have any little boys that work behind a house here i said you do and then the lady behind us was like i'm so glad you all see him too he has followed us the entire time we've been in here and Tiff was like, how much longer is the tour? I'm ready to go home. Like, you're to go but you're on the third floor. Yep. It's like, no, I'll stay. I'll stay. I am out. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually. Just a little boy. And I mean, for the rest of the trip, periodically you would see him. I mean, he would come out of a room and then go back in a room. But <laughs> That's good. That's good times right there. Yeah, I mean. It was, it was wild. You know, internationally, like I, I'm actually kind of curious about uh, you, Elliot and uh, Gertie, like, what's your dream international oh, really? haunt location? Uh, mm. Internationally, you know, it's it's hard because there's so many good places out there. I would really, there's two that come to Across to the mind. pond is where the good stuff is. <laughs> Across <laughs> the pond. The the two that come to mind, uh, actually there's three, uh, is Hoska Castle. Have you ever heard of Hoska Castle? Is that where... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's a castle that is made inside out, like okay. it. Usually, castles were made to defend from people coming into the castle, but the castle was made to defend from something getting out of the castle, and it's built over what most people call most people in the area called a portal to hell. So I was always ah. like, wonder what's going on there. The okay. the <laughs> the second one is the original Hellfire Club in in London. I would love to absolutely. check that out. Absolutely, and then the third. The third one, oh, the third one is uh, is weird because it's not really a place; it's more of an area. But I would love to go to uh, Japan uh, and do the uh, where the fu- the Fukushima uh, meltdown reactor. Did not I don't want to do the reactor, no? but there are so <laughs> many stories of cab drivers who pick up people. Oh. And they're oh, like, yeah. take me to this about, place. It's from the tsunami. It's yes. Not as much like, yes. The, and take me to this yeah. place. And then when they get there, the person's not in there anymore. Exactly. And there's there's been actual like universities that have done studies, studies over that. And I would love to go and see that. Yes. Heard the story about the cab drivers in certain areas of New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, New Orleans to me, though, is like. That's just like Christmas morning for uh, somebody <laughs> with paranormal stuff. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what is the Definitely. name of the what is the name of the building there, guys? That uh, the uh, vampire, the uh, the ladies were coming from uh, France, I believe it was, and they brought coffins with them or supposed coffins, and then they've uh, they nailed the window shut on the top floor, and then during the hurricane during Katrina, uh, those windows came open. Do you does that ring a bell to anybody? No, I know what I you're talking about, but I can't about it. I know what the building's called, but I know what you're talking about. They they came over with the intention of finding suitors. Yes, yeah. But, you know, it was all, they were just eating men. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, pretty much Suppos- what they were doing. Supposedly that was the, that was the thing. They dudes. were supposed to come over to uh, uh, find love or uh, companionship for the men that were there, but uh, supposedly they were vampires or whatever. I can't, I cannot remember the name of that house, but... Uh, I would like to go there too, but no. Go ahead, Derek. What was that you were saying about the cab drivers there? There are certain areas in New Orleans where cab companies will not stop after dark to pick up people uh-huh. because the situation—they'll pick somebody up, they'll get to their destination, and they won't be there. 
Right. And apparently the cab companies isn't that people are, you know, that there's ghosts in the cab. Is that these people are disappearing before they can pay. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it's like costing the cab drivers money. Right. Like, you figure this. a city that's got enough of a ghostly problem that the problem isn't ghost in my cab. It's the it's money I'm not getting. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Well, it's like I said in my last interview, uh, the two most expensive things in the world right now are gas and two by fours. So yeah, really. <laughs> you oh, yeah. got to go with what you know. So Gertie, what was your international place? Um, I'd like to do like a tour of Italy. Like yeah. in just in general. Like, um, I bet Rome's got some good ones. Well, I've been there. That's I know. pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pompeii, uh, you know, oh, yeah, the Pompeii ruins would probably sure. be pretty yeah. insane, I would think. Um, is it uh, Proveglia Island? The Plague Proveglia? Island? Proveglia? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Plague yeah. Island. Uh, the Vatican. Yeah. If you could get into the Vatican. I just want to go to the Vatican Proveglia. Library. I just want to I just want to see where they're yes. hidden down there. <laughs> but Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, you got to think about St. Peter's Basilica yeah, and that's true. everything else. I mean, so much about all that. See, well, I mean, history. just Europe in general, yes, after yeah. after World War II, I mean, there was just so much death and destruction that I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But let's get back to the interview, guys, because I know you don't want to hear about us all day. I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. about that. We did go oh, off no, on a tangent there. I apologize. But, um... Oh, you're good. I do want to throw Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. What? Beagle didn't. I do want to throw mine. Okay, yeah, Beagle. Where do you want to go international, <laughs> real, quick? Just, yeah, real quick? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Sam. Sorry, Derek. Go ahead. I, I do consider myself. Oh, you're good. Decently, of a brave person when it comes to this stuff. You know, right, you right. all usually send me in when it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Send um, you first. I'll go next. Yeah. Everybody. Send Gertie, me in. Gertie and, films. Uh, uh, the Japanese suicide. Force. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't. Uh, there's many things there that. Tribute to while I'm so hesitant. Right, Jake Paul. Jake Paul could be there. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> roaming around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, look, the fact that I mean it's legitimate. Uh, a lot of people go there. Right. The, the government is very like adamant. Of, there's all there's signs all over the place right. like your life is precious yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. Like don't do right. this. Exactly. Like your only reason for going in there. Is either to find a dead body or to kill yourself. Well, you know, it all goes back to missing four one one too. When and exactly it, so. the, the recent stuff we've been looking yeah. into about uh, missing four one one and just uh, uh, forest general. Yeah. They have started to creep me out. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, a know. lot. So <laughs> that, I, that, that's totally it. Understand. Sorry. No, it's fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So, listen, have they heard anything about uh, missing four one one? I don't know. That's have you pro- ever heard of something like that? Um, it's uh, I guess it's like the theory of um, people seem to disappear in uh, national parks um, at a rate that doesn't really make sense. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. To where the the you know like really 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 crazy search you know search and rescue missions have been uh, sent out and they can't find the person at all, not even their yeah. effects or anything, and then they do like three or four passes of the same places, and then on the fourth pass days later they find backpacks or dead body. Yeah. Or uh, yep. shoes, or I mean, like it's just. Um, and there's a weird cluster effect inside national parks, yeah. like a mm-hmm. lot. It happens a lot in national parks. There's like a checklist, and they, yeah, and it, most of these cases, just so many of them. It's yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> yeah, it kind of it's kind of part the what you were talking about just now. It's kind of something that kind of fuels the the. I don't want to call them urban legends. I basically the creepy pasta community, like a Slender Man, those yeah. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that's another we're going to be covering some creepy pasta as we get closer yeah. to Halloween and just talking about what our favorite ones are and everything. Um, so you all, t- you know, we've talked about Draven Star, and both of you are a member of of the Draven Star Paranormal Research Team. Um, what do you think it makes a successful member of a paranormal research team, a ghost hunting team? What What do you look for? They they need to be open minded, but they don't need to be so open minded that everything they see is is paranormal. But we've had people try out for the team, and they'll be standing in front of like a mirror or a window taking pictures, and I'm like, it's reflective. Get away from that. So I mean, you they've got to be open minded, but not so open minded that everything. Like, people taking pictures of trees, they're like, I see ten faces. That's because <laughs> that's what you're looking. You're looking for faces. You're going to see you're them. You're going to see them. Yeah. 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 Matrix. Matrix. It, it, yeah. They have a different term right for that now. I think. But I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Believe- there. You're I'm breaking up. It's hard to strike that perfect balance between skeptic and believer. Yeah, yeah. But that's what you got to have because, you, you, and it helps actually to have both on the team. Someone who leans more toward the believer because they'll, those are the ones who will help you out and help you find the places. They'll be like, "Hey, this place seems haunted," but, and then you've got the skeptics who will review the evidence and be like, "Same thing. No, that's just replaced from a window." Yeah. I think I think a heavy dose of skepticism is what makes a good, you know, it, it's it's what gives you your reputation of being. Um, Yep. fair balanced and you yeah know, you i definitely don't want to call a ghost hunter and be like if if everything they see is paranormal you know because mm-hmm. if exactly. you just think about everyday life like everybody doesn't have paranormal experiences so you shouldn't have a team that goes out and everywhere they go is haunted you know what i mean like does that, oh, yeah. that make sense and there are there are those teams out there um so like listen, the stories we've been telling you tonight, for every one of those we've had that we've related to you, ab- we, we've got a pile of paperwork or stories uh, that just want to be a nothing. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, and and that's that's the thing that right. I uh, that I should make clear, and we will make clear on our intro is that for every answer that you all have given tonight, you know that's one out of a hundred. One, you know what I'm saying? Like right. it's yeah. it's yeah, not definitely. something that co- that happens all the time. Yeah, and we'll we'll definitely make that clear when we do the introduction. If, if it was, we'd have turned a profit on this a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. The worst right. thing, people people want for some people are like, man, graveyards are always haunted. I'm like, and why would they be haunted? Well, yeah. we've had a few that we've investigated that we found things, but it was completely unrelated to the graveyard. The graveyard just happened to be in the right place. Like one of them's in in Wheelwright, the Branham Cemetery is. We get stuff there all the time, but right. it's not on the graveyard. It's that right down below the graveyard is where Bad John Hall shot and killed Joe Cable. Right. Yeah. yeah. But we we very seldom we get anything on the actual graveyard. That's what we've had. I can't tell you how many graveyards people and we will go out just you know if if we got the time and it's not too far we'll go do it. But ninety nine percent of the time we're nothing. Right, we just got in. Like I said, we just got done talking to Mark, and he said that one of the biggest places he said, believe it or not, that he found stuff was at the Hi Hat uh, graveyard. He said, yeah, he uh, said, Newman Cemetery. Yeah, he said that place was crazy. So it uh, is. Uh, what happened there? We we did. Uh, Derek's wife Sonia's like historian masterpiece. She can find anything. Right, and we found. We had investigated there and saw a lady walking up the cemetery, and I, I yelled and said, ma'am, you have to leave. We've got clearance from the caretaker. No one else can be on here that's not on the list that's in his car. She just kept walking. I said, ma'am, you have to leave. 
And I asked one of our other members, Jeremy, he was closer to her. I said, could you please go get her attention for me? And when Jeremy reached to try to get to her, she ducked down like she was looking at a grave. And then Jeremy yelled back, so she's gone. She's gone. So my first thought was she'd rode over the hill. <laughs> so we, we went up to see what had happened. And the tombstone she was at, there was a picture on the stone. And it looked like her. So we put Sonia to work. And Sonia found out there was a lady waiting on a date at the of that hill by the road and a tractor trailer that it was just the front part of the tractor trailer it wasn't actually hauling the trailer the just, cab. You know, just the truck yeah. yeah yeah it had swerved and killed her and they claim that she stands over the cemetery and screams at the road and it was it was absolutely amazing and when we told the caretaker he's like i've seen it that's what i needed you all to see did you take pictures and I tell him, I said, she looks so real. I didn't think one bit to get a camera out and take pictures. Right. I thought it was a real person that happened to be on the graveyard. Yeah. But yeah, Newman Cemetery is an amazing place. Yeah, that's what he was talking about. But then, like, um, I always think, you know, in, in my mind, when I think of hauntings, I think of hospitals. I think of battlefields. I think of, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. you know, those kinds of things. Uh, graveyards, to me, seem more like where people are at rest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But well, yeah. but there are those that are, you know, active. Oh, yeah. Well, you're familiar with the, the Methodist Church, right? The yes. Underneath it. Yes. Yes, well, I am. We get a call from, I can't tell her name, but one of the ladies that's a member there calls us, and she had saw a ghost. She went downstairs to the Sunday school rooms and saw a ghost. So me, Derek, and another guy go up there and stay the night in the basement where the graves are. We get nothing. We tell her, ma'am, we, nothing, right. nothing out of the usual. She insists we come back. So we come back another night. It's kind of funny. What's annoying at the time, but it's funny now. And me and Dr. if you're here, knock. We hear a knock. Right. Loud. So Dirk says, well, knock twice. Two picture-perfect knocks. And then we hear giggling. <laughs> so I say, Derek, keep asking questions. I'm going to go check something. Turns out there were two cross-country bikers staying upstairs in that room, wow. in the church. Yeah. And they were like, hey, man, there's some dumb kids in the basement. Check this out. We're messing with them. And then we, when we went to talk to them, we noticed at the bottom of the steps, there was a, a religious picture that has a really thick glass. And what was happening was the, the lady from the church would walk down and turn the light on. And she was seeing her reflection in that, that glass. Her right. eyes were disgusting. And till about, I guess it was about last year, she finally, yeah. she finally accepted that we went to times and we just told her, look, we're not back. You know, staying up under a church all night is, is not a healthy thing to do. Right. <laughs> no, definitely not a healthy thing to do. You're right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where anymore, you know, especially the area that we live in. You know, it's just, uh, there, there are stories out there and I, I like to think of ghost hunters and, and people who are out there doing this stuff that you all are just like cataloging these stories. You know what I mean? Like just making sure that they're there for future generations. Oh yeah. Yeah. But. Well, listen, guys, I want to thank you all I, uh, from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you all coming in uh, like this. Re remember, uh, there was a question uh, that I needed you to answer. If you can mm -hmm. think of a topic that you would want us to cover in the future, please tell us what that topic is. I would love to see you guys tackle the Philip experiment. 
the Philip experiment? Mm-hmm. Okay. We will look that up. Beagle is now writing that down on his trusty, it, handy it's a legal very pad. Topic. You guys should definitely look into it. It'd oh, be yeah. something that'd be a great topic of the podcast. All right. Sounds good. Is that like kind of like the Estes method? Is that um, of... what it is? It's a experiment involving belief and in creating a ghost. Oh, basically. Okay, so yeah, this is like what, a tulpa. Like a tulpa. It's it's what people. It's what everyone considers um, the creepy pasta is what has yeah. happened to Slenderman. Right. That after the amount of kind faith of, or I, what's been put into him like has made him basically a real entity. Yeah. In a sense. Yes. Gotcha. It was a, a group of people who literally created a person named Philip, gave him a backstory, a history, and everything, and then Philip started showing up to their to their meetings. And it, it's it was probably the definitive poltergeist case because they they literally created a poltergeist just because they had did so much work creating right. Philip on paper and in their heads that it manifested Philip for real. Right, and here I yeah, even am. Though they, even though they knew he wasn't real, to them he became real. Right. Because they made it that way. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So, yeah, we will definitely look into that. Yeah, That will definitely be one of our uh, topics. Listen, guys, we appreciate it so much. We're going to play some music, go back out. When we come back, uh, well, wait, wait, uh, let's slow down. Let's slow our roll. I forgot slow something. I forgot something. So, Sam, Derek, if people are out there and they're needing help, they need somebody to come investigate something. They're they're scared, you know. They're they're out there. Um, how can they get a hold of you guys? Uh, we have a website at dprt.com or dravenstarprt.com, and uh, we're we could probably usually we'll respond within a day, two days tops. It's also the We're a Historic Society website. They're kind of piggybacking off each other. Right. So they can get, there's a, there's a page on there specifically for the team and there's a, uh, a form they can fill out. And that form goes directly into my email address. Right. And nothing and like, you'll not mention any names or everything. Oh no, everything. And it's really we, confidential. And when we, any case we do before we ever go in, we have release forms that they sign that, they they tell us how much they literally can tell us down to the last detail what we're allowed to divulge to the public and what we're not allowed. Awesome, 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 awesome. Now back to what I was saying because <laughs> I definitely wanted to get that info out there for you guys. Uh, so thank you once again. Uh, when we come back, we will be uh, signing off. We'll be getting ready to go, and you are listening. To, what are they listening to, guys? What are they, what are they listening to? I believe it's a... Is it Spooky Family? Spooky Family? Oh, spooky that's family what podcast? we are. The Spooky Family <laughs> podcast. podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's we'll spooky. be... <laughs> Elliot, Gertie, and Beagle will be right back. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. 
furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. So listen, big thank yous to our guests, uh, uh, Mark Williams, Sam Little, and Derek McGarry of uh, Sam and Derek are from Draven Star, Star. Paranormal Research Team. But uh, big thank you to them. We definitely want to have them back on the show uh, later on. So we are getting ready to close. Uh, Big thank yous and special thanks going out to Goose and Cronkite and Ned over at Here to Chew Bubblegum. They are our sister show, and we do appreciate everything they do and for us. And we love them. We do. We absolutely love them. Uh, we're going to have them on the show pretty soon. I don't know an exact date, so I don't want to uh, start announcing anything right now. Yeah, because we don't want to live on a throne of lies. Yes, throne of lies and the river of blood. But uh, that's oh not God. not even close to my boy Vigo. Um, <laughs> but yes, big special... Uh, Shout out to them. Shout out to Justin Perkins and Talk Junkie. That's a great podcast. If you're not listening to it, make sure you do. Start listening. And also our boys over in Pike County. Oh, yeah, the nerds. The nerds up way in up in the mountain. The mountain, yeah, yeah. They do a great podcast about uh, comic book culture and, and, and different things. Gaming. Anime and gaming. Anime. So uh, give them a listen, too. Uh, Gertie. Yes, sir. So uh, what you got to finish is that with? Oh, what in particular would you be talking about? Uh, anything you want to, my dearest. <laughs> well, uh, open topic, open floor. Open topic, open floor. Oh wow, mm. that's a that's a load. We're thing. all on the spot. You're all on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing: we're getting ready to lead up to Halloween. It's yes. coming, folks. I'm super excited. excited. The end of July to me is the beginning of Halloween season. For all two so. view or two listeners. And <laughs> then we have to tour the all the targets and Walmarts. The Targetses and the Walmarts. Used to be the Kmarts. That was uh, the best place. That was the best place to find, to find the Halloween gear. And now it now doesn't it's, exist it's, anymore. Yeah, Halloween has like uh, about uh, what a two day stint before it turns into Christmas. Yes, it's still it's Christmas through when they put the Halloween. It's stuff July twenty second, <laughs> as I talked to you, and I guarantee the Dollar General store already has Halloween stuff out. Yeah, they're getting ready. For it. Yeah. Guarantee. I haven't looked. Hobby Lobby, it's Ho- just all Hobby Christmas Lobby stuff. put their Halloween stuff up in April to get their Christmas stuff out. That's the way it goes. Yeah. yeah. But listen, we are getting ready to start our Halloween uh, uh, count. I don't want to call it a countdown. Want our march towards we're not Halloween. Sponsored by the way. We're not. No, we're not sponsored by any of those stores I just said. Uh, but if you do please, want to sponsor us, please, <laughs> what's that number that they can call if they do want to sponsor if us? If you're looking at me right now, I am incredibly unprepared for it. What? And but this is like your one job. Exactly. And you know that I have a unique ability to mess things up. No, you don't. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> I didn't just, you know, find the paper with no. the number on it. Uh-uh. Uh, 276-299-1681. Text right. us. Or you call can, us. Or, yeah, or call us. Or you can email. Email me at Elliot at SpookyFamilyPodcast.com. Gertie at SpookyFamilyPodcast.com. And Beagle at SpookyFamilyPodcast.com. 
com. Yeah, we'll be there for you. All you got to do is reach out to us. Reach out to us. Tell us your scary story. Tell us a little bit about yourself. We want to believe in you. You could be spooky. You could be spooky. You could be what people are afraid of. So listen, oh, next... God. Oh, that is... Wow, that's oh, true. No. So next oh, week no. is our final pre-recorded uh, show... And then we start with listener mail. So please throw us your listener mail. Throw us your listener stories. We want to get that out there. We want yeah. to have a conversation with you guys. Please. I mean, we have a podcast. Obviously, we like to talk. Well, I mean. We like our yeah. voices. Well. I don't like We mine. don't. None of us do. No, that's, I don't. that's horrible. Like, I, don't, I don't think I should even be allowed near a radio. I shouldn't even be able to turn one on. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. That's it for this week. We will see you all next week. The sun is rising. It is time for the children of the night to retire to their tombs. Excuse me, rooms. Until next week, dear listeners. <laughs>